Are you involved in a racist party? No. We're, we're not a racist country, Brian. We've never been a racist country. We were the only Indian family in our small southern town. I was teased every day for being brown. At CharlieKirk.com, who do you think Trump should pick as vice president? And Nikki Haley, she has no path forward. She should become, she's a laughingstock, go back to the corporate world, get out of political life. There is no path forward. You are going to do nothing more than to try to increase the likelihood of Joe Biden be having four more years or whomever, whomever is going to have four more years. And we're not going to put up with it. Considering the amount of Democrat crossover, I want to play this again. I have to play this again for everybody, okay? Because people are uh, tuning in big here and they might not have seen it. I want to play this piece of tape here of a direct dialogue with CNN talking to a Republican primary voter. Listen, this is for all your friends. With this piece of tape, this shows that this is a massive win for Trump. A, a near 10-point win. This is a guy bragging on camera that he did this to try to interfere with your constitutional right to choose your nominee. Play cut 79. Nikki Haley. And why did you vote for Nikki Haley? Uh, it's a vote against Trump. Uh, I think it would be better to have her against Biden in the uh, elections than it would be Trump in her. Do you consider yourself generally independent, Republican, or Democrat? Uh, Democrat. So when you undeclared you voted for Nikki Haley. If it was Nikki Haley against Joe Biden in a general election, who are you voting for? Joe Biden. What is the... Man, that clip. That clip is the whole ball game. And Donald Trump overcame what Rush Limbaugh would call Operation Chaos. The numbers are still coming in right now with 18% of the vote reporting. Um, and more polls have just closed two minutes ago. Donald Trump is right near that 9 to 10 point margin, right, Blake? That not, and it, I think that's going to increase. I think he'll end up around 11. primary candidate. It's time for Nikki Haley to drop out. She doesn't want an embarrassment in South Carolina. Congresswoman, can I ask you a question? I mean, talk about the, the ego, because I, I think what, what irks me about what we just saw, which was this super positive speech from Nikki Haley saying she's going to keep going forward. The ego of the campaign and the ego of the candidate at this point now is, is doing the bidding of the other side. Because they, they know they don't have a path, but they're going to keep doing this. And as long as they keep doing this, they're wasting money for the party. They're also they're, they're, they're wasting the, the energy. They're distracting. If you, if you coalesce now, you got a better chance in November. The fact they're not doing that, to me, it, it reeks of arrogance. 
Oh, I totally agree with you. This is Nikki Haley setting money on fire. And she's going to continue doing it because not only is she egotistical, she's delusional, absolutely delusional. There is no campaign for Nikki Haley. This is a fake campaign, and it needs to be over with. And shame on Nikki Haley for continuing this. It's an embarrassment not only for her, but it's an embarrassment for anyone that is supporting her. Donald Trump is our Republican nominee, and he is going to win the general election. The, the polling is showing it every single week. He is beating Joe Biden. And it's time for everyone to get behind Donald Trump. This is a referendum on the Republican Party to listen to Republican voters. We want Donald Trump and we want the Republican Party to get the message here at Loud and Clear. Let's go. Let's defeat the Democrats. Time to take back this country. Representative. I find in life you can't let people get away with bullshit. Okay, you can't. You just can't do that. Hey, welcome back. So it is currently twelve thirty-one a.m. January twenty-fourth, twenty twenty-four. Wow, the first month is almost over the new year. One down, just about eleven-ish left to go. I say eleven-ish because we got about ten days left. Not ten days. Whatever the fuck. So. I'm not a math Asian, as the saying goes. All the polls, all the outlets, everyone, it Trump's won. That's definitive. It was already in the bag before it happened. This whole GOP primary thing is a big fucking joke to begin with. It was already in the bag. It was already over with. It, it was a foregone conclusion. Iowa was not a surprise. New Hampshire was not a surprise. Santa's dropping out before Super Tuesday. That was a, a surprise. I figured he'd be dumb enough to stick into it the whole time, but he didn't, so... But we'll get into that later on. But let's get into some New Hampshire news! Trump greeted by a cheering crowd in New Hampshire. Trump holds a 22-point lead over Nikki Haley among the state's likely primaries. Nikki Clinton. It was really wild about all that on my Instagram. Like... Maybe 48 hours before everyone was doing the Nikki Clinton thing, I posted a couple pictures where it was like Hillary Clinton and Nikki Haley side by side. This is the, these are the exact same people. And then I posted a separate post where it was like Obama, Bush, Kerry, McCain, Romney, uh, and Joe Biden. And it said, these are all the exact same person. So, yeah, let's get into it. But, yeah, something the uh, media, the left, and the right's been confused by, and the, well, mainly the media's been pissed about, the young generation. I'm Gen Z. I am Gen Z. I'm, like, the oldest you can get in Gen Z, but I'm Gen Z. We're aging like shit. But, we're very conservative, and we're very Christian. It's just an ungodly amount of us are loud and obnoxious. But I'm telling you right now, even those loud, obnoxious, dyed-haired, gender-questioning people, even if it is a bastardized, progressive church, there is still some level of identifying as Christian in there. That's something you can work with. Now, that's a little bit more esoteric of a point, but even then, more and more people from the ages of 15 to 26... 
hey, that's me, are identifying with conservative or libertarian outlooks, which libertarian outlooks tend to lean towards either not voting or voting conservative or GOP. And in this case, I would be voting for Donald Trump. Now, here's the thing. The young generation love Trump. Again, it's the issue of the loud minority. And since the Gen Z voting base is going to be bigger than the millennial voting base, there's a lot more obnoxious assholes than there were from the millennial voting base in 2016. Which was, again, being the oldest, I was 18 going into, into the 2016 election cycle. And all the people you saw screaming and crying were my age, all the way up to the, all, my age to the youngest millennial wave. The zillennials, as they want to call them fucking selves. Fucking clowns. I'm a zillennial. Go fuck yourself. No, you're not. That's not a thing. Zillennials are not a fucking thing. You are a millennial in fucking denial. Just own that shit. I'm Gen Z. I proudly own that shit. Gen Z will inherit the earth, and you can cry about it right now, but I'm telling you, Gen Z, I've been saying this since 2020. You can go back. I've been saying this for a while. People have been listening to the show for a while. can attest to it in the comments if they want to. I've been saying there's a big cultural shift happening ever since about middle to the end of 2020. My generation is going right. And I watch a lot of people my age who were like progressive, liberally types who were like, no, fuck you, James. You voted for Trump. MAGA hat on. Fuck you. You're fash. Fuck you. After being told to wear a mask and shut the fuck up by their very liberal, very progressive counterparts... And peers and politicians, and they see what's going on in like Florida. Even if it's on a selfish level, I watch these assholes go, Well, if voting for conservative at least lets me do whatever the fuck I want, even if their policies affect other people, doesn't it? It gives me more freedoms. I'm just giving my pocketbook. Like, they're, they're, their intentions for voting conservative. While I talk to these assholes, I've come to realize are entirely selfish fucking reasons in, in, in a lot of cases. Now there are there there to be fair. I know a handful of people that were like kind of like deactivated normies, who over the pandemic looked into a lot of shit. Were like, what's the World Economic Forum? Uh, I don't know if they're watching or not, but shout out. Uh, I'll just use the nickname. Shout out to the bro maker. The bro maker is listening to this. Uh, met this dude at church. Fucking mad lad. Uh. Wow. Anyway, dude's awesome. I met a lot of people, especially now that I'm in the religious scene, going to churches more in 2020, more like the agnostic, borderline, like, just really angry place. 2020 sucked for everybody. Now I found myself in 2024, Christian side of things. Weird turnabout, but... The thing is, I'm, I'm seeing and I'm talking to a lot of people my age specifically, who not too long ago would have identified as progressive Biden voters or Hillary voters or liberals or reluctant, whatever the fuck you want to call them, whatever they'd call themselves. And now they're like, oh, I'm voting Trump. I'm getting MAGA confessionals. And here's the thing, man. Like, I got, right, right here. Like, I got tumblers. Like, on this tumbler, for example, just a little bit about me, right? Again, I'm 26, oldest you can get in Gen Z. And I get MAGA confessionals all the time. 
I have this this uh, Yeti tumbler here. By the way, if you own any if if you own any Yeti products, thank you. I'm invested in the company. Um, not financial advice. Anyway, on my cup here, I got American Jedi. It's got uh, an AR-15 on. I'm more of an AK guy, but you know, it's scary. I got a Liberty a Freedom Works sticker here that says I did that. A little QR code that if you scan it. Pulls up lists and videos and articles. Pretty much breaks down all the failures of the Biden administration. Second Amendment, American flag, NRA. Now, here's the thing. The NRA is fucking useless. Useless, I tell you. Let me have some of this coffee here. Oh, that's some good stuff. Speedway. A house blend. That is God's greatest gift to man since his son. I'm telling you. If you've hadn't if you haven't had Speedway House Blend Coffee with a little bit of French vanilla creamer, a little bit of the half and half, top it off with just the regular coffee, you have not began to live. So good. But yeah, my uh, big don't tread on me, a do or die sticker, red, white, and blue, AK forty seven. Second Amendment uh, engraved with the American flag. I got this big reflective holographic sticker that says MILF, man, I love freedom on it. But anyway, you, you, you get the idea. 1776 hoodies. I'm 26, but I dress like your average Fox News conservative boomer dad. But I hate Fox News. With a fiery passion. Asshole still owe me like 180 bucks. But that's beside the point. Again, if you're a stringer, my condolences, but it pays off in the end. However, I get manga confessionals from people my age and a little bit younger and a little bit older. Say within two years older to three years younger than me who are like, dog, man, like, I wouldn't, man, I fuck with everything you got on. I just, I don't know, I don't know if I'd wear it, man. People be giving you looks and shit. I don't know if I could take it. I'm like, why do you care? Why do you fucking care if people give you looks? You're not part of their in-crowd. The moment you be who you really are, you're going to be kicked out of their in-crowd. So no matter how it goes, like, I don't know what to tell you. And, and this this happens time and time again. If, uh, if, just put your opinions out there. Wear a 1776 shirt, wear an American flag shirt, whatever the fuck. Just fucking get out there. Fucking do it. Show people that, you know, I'm proud of this country. And here's the thing. If you're liberal or you're progressive or the fuck... You want to wear an American flag, bud. It's at least good PR. I don't know why the progressives hate the American flag so fucking much. Y'all really want to convince people you're not the bad guys in this country? You want to wear the American flag or at least embrace it to some extent other than change it into a rainbow, perpetual gay pride parade, festival fag fuckery, fucking whatever the fuck symbol you want to make it. The pride flag is always changing. Just like the people it represents, it's constantly going through an identity crisis. So you, you, you know, you want to embrace the American flag. Progressives and liberals seem to reject it, and that means the conservatives and the people on the right, and people libertarians like me and me, I'm vaguely right wing, not really Republican conservative, but I'm definitely on the right wing. That's I'm definitely on the right side of that compass. If you want to break it down that way. Somewhere between Ross Perot and Ron Paul with a Jeffersonian twist. To put it in the most fucking pretentious ass sci-fi word or uh, poli-sci terminologies. <sighs> However, like I was saying, 
I get people telling me like, yeah, man, who you voting for Trump? Like, duh. <clears throat> and they'll talk to me and they'll be like, yeah, you know, me too. Just, uh, I don't know, but you, you, there are a lot of people. I tell them, like, look, I'm not going to tell you who it is. This doesn't matter if I'm at work, which, whichever one of my couple jobs I, I go to, or friends or family. I never name names, but I'm like, look, just a heads up, a lot of the people you're probably worried about judging you have had the exact same conversation with me. It's not going to kill you to just come out and be who you are. It's really weird how it's like coming out of the closet to some people. And look, it's 2024. We're not in 2020. We're not in 2019, 18, 2021, 2022. The cultural shift has fully fucking happened, folks. You can openly be conservative, openly patriotic, openly embrace, dare I say, nationalist tendencies. Now, the thing about nationalism is it's completely fine. It's great. America first is nationalism. Just like with all things in life. It's when you start adding pronouns to it, you start getting issues. You start adding, like, white or Afro or black or Hispanic nationalist or whatever the fuck. Then you start getting really weird issues. But if you're just... Nationalism. My country is the greatest country on the planet. Bottom line. That's the thing. A lot of people my age have that mentality. Because they came to consciousness, politically speaking, during the end of the Obama administration when everything was shit. Started going on to the world their own, living on their own for a little bit, saw how good the economy was, even they weren't really paying attention to it, they're just like, I can live on my own. But I get an office, all of a sudden everything's more expensive. A lot of my generation, for better or worse, is a little self-centered at heart. So, when it comes to like looking at how much everything is expensive, they're going to look at the TV, and if you want to be like, well, they're just stupid. Well, those dummies, as a lot of people on Fox News and Boomers want to say, are looking at the TV and they're just going to blame it all on Joe Biden without thinking critically about it one way or another. They need to think it ultimately is Joe Biden's fucking fault. Whew. And they know that, so they're going to swing the opposite direction. Plus, my generation has more of a I-don't-give-a-fuck-how-it-makes-you-feel kind of an attitude. It's sort of a return to a Gen X mentality of, I don't care about your feelings. Not in like a dickhead kind of way, just in a, your feelings shouldn't affect what I'm about to say. And your response to what I say is not my fucking problem. Unless you want to make it my problem, then that's going to be your problem in the end anyway. You know, that's where the mentality of my generation are on rock with. And we're telling the progressives in our age bracket to shut the fuck up. No one cares. Your meme's dead, dog. The Me Too meme is dead. Just like the Buccaneers changed at the Super Bowl! Ah, uh, Lions. I'm a Lions fan if you haven't. Uh, you know, wow, the guy who lives in Michigan, lives in both Michigan and Ohio, fucking loves, loves fucking... Lions, go figure. Take that, Buccaneers. Let's get, let's get in the article. I've been around for 14 fucking minutes. God bless anyone who's still listening to this. Former President Donald Trump was greeted by mobs of fans and supporters when he rolled into New Hampshire polling location where, uh, where voting in the nation's leadoff primary is taking place. Trump emerged from the vehicle with U.S. House Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene to applause and screams and chants, We love Trump! 
that's the thing about that. Like, like I look, look, I like, a, I enjoy a good Trump rally. I go, out, I've been to a lot of these types of events. You know, I did the Freedom Convoy. I went out and I filmed that shit. Uh, you know, stop the steal shit. I thought they're filming that stuff. School boards up, film that. Governor races, presidential primary shit, DNC events. But I've been there. I've filmed that. I've interviewed people there, right? But that's something that's always weird me about Trump rallies when I'm in the crowd. They're just like the whole crowd starts going, "We love you." I'm just like, I'm not yelling that. Yo, no, like I'm just not yelling that. First off, for three reasons. One. As a citizen, I'm not yelling that at a politician. Bottom line, I'm just not doing that. Second off, as an elected representative, which I am, humbly saying, of course, I'm just a precinct delegate, uh, and you should run in whatever precinct you're in, whatever state you're in, find out how to do it, find out where you got to go to sign up, become a precinct delegate, get involved. It's one of the most important things you can do in your in your you know, local area, and it gives, in bare minimum, it gives a little extra meaning to your life. A little extra value, a little extra, something to care about, you know? Something greater than yourself to be involved with. You know, so that that's at least good for the soul. That's beside the point. Anyway, whew, I get these rallies, right? And people just, anyway, as, a, as an elected representative, I'm just not going to yell I love you to any other elected representative or any voter. Like, I'm just not going to do that. There's a weird level of pledging that I'm just not doing to an individual. Now, I will happily say I love the Constitution. I love the ideas that our country was founded on. Hell, even my more Gnostic days, in which I referenced earlier. I've been listening to some of my old content, too. But I'm going back and checking some of that shit out. Anyway. Whew. My room's getting high. I got to turn the theater off. Hold on. I got aquariums. It gets hot. And I got the AC unit turned off, so my room gets really toasty. Plus, you know, it's Michigan in the winter. Anyway. And the last reason is, I'm just not, as a man, I'm just not going to yell I love you at another man that I'm not related to. Have no reason to yell I love you to at, you know, when I yell, great. You're a great president. Yeah, I'll, 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 okay, yeah, I'll yell that. I'll get behind that. But I'm not yelling I love you or we love you or any of that shit. That's just weird. No offense to any Trump supporters out there. I know my audience got a lot of them out there. I love y'all, but I don't. See, they, 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 there you go. I just did it. But it's like, you know, I, I, uh, I'm, just, I'm just not going to scream that. It's a little weird. It's always kind of weirded me out. But moving on. Trump emerged from the vehicle with U.S. House Rep. Martin Luther Green. Trump's We Love You. Uh, President Trump is truly a man of the people. The primary ends today in New Hampshire. New Hampshire is Trump country. Hashtag MAGA. Whoa, that's the coolest secret agent I've ever seen. Look at that man. Got the broccoli mohawk. Hello, everybody.
So complete side note, I actually got a pair of these Aftershock headphones. Uh, they're kind of shit. You know, maybe my head shape's just not right for them, man. But you get a little bit of, you start sweating. You get a little bit of, bit of sweat in those beads, man. It, it throws everything off. Tell you guys to do yourself. Awesome. Yeah, I'll put it down. I love you, President Trump. Trump. Thank you. I love you. Thank you, President Trump. She's your biggest fan. What's always funny about this is the man is a complete germaphobe. Like he pumps the hand sandy real hard after all this. Brain for you, Mr. Look at that lens and model right there. Holy shit! Walter Maga? Some of that, that good red pill crack? Look at this guy, that's Walter White. Holy shit! You got punk rock but vague there too, which is nice. Let's continue on. Former president asked onlookers if they had voted already before taking photos and autographing hats and, hats and signs. Coming off a decision of a decisive win in the Iowa caucus, Trump holds a wide lead over former South Carolina Governor Nikki Clinton, who is challenging him for the Republican presidential nomination. She's not challenging him. I'm just I'm just saying that's like here, let me let me show you uh She's challenging him, huh? Let me show you an exact metaphor of what Nikki Haley challenging Trump for the nomination looks like. I, I, I got you. Hold, hold tight, fam. All right, guys. So we're just going to watch. I got this at an extra speed. This is basically a metaphor. This guy in the red, white, and blue shorts, this is a man named Butterbean. Uh, in this metaphor, Johnny Knoxville is Nikki Haley. Butterbean is... Let me just, for legal reasons, I want to clarify. The Nikki Haley campaign will be represented as Johnny Knoxville. And the Trump campaign will be portrayed, uh, Oscar-worthily portrayed, by might I say, by Butterbean. And this is like the 2016 and 2020 highlight reel of Trump versus everybody else. Alright, so just, uh, enjoy. I really like how butter. I really like Butterbean's uh, depiction of Ben Grimm in the 2004 Fantastic Four film. They're walking into New Hampshire right now. You know, they're walking into Iowa right now. Take a pick. And that's the power of uh, America First.
That was the high heels are my ammunition comment. And there you go. God, I am. I love these movies. So much nostalgia. Butterbean, okay? <laughs> if I knock out in the first round, new champion, Butterbean. Donald Trump! Yay! The hospital. Alright, alright, I'll spare you guys the the rest of this. You, you guys don't, don't, don't want to see this. I, I, in, in, in full fair and honesty, they won't let me watch it here without logging in. Um, <laughs> so my, my, my apologies for all the, the gore. I wasn't necessarily thinking about how squeamish some people might be. But that's beside the point. You get the metaphor. According to fresh polling from Washington Post... Uh, Monmouth University. 52% of the potential voters in the New Hampshire primary are supporting Trump, while 34% say they're voting for Haley, which, by the way, most of that percentage is actually Democrats who are doing with a lot of people. So, here's the thing. A, a, a lot of people who are trying to support Hillary Clinton, or, sorry, oopsie doopsies, Nikki Haley, are actually Democrats voting for her for kind of a joke to throw it against Trump. Uh, similar to how a lot of people in 2020 who were planning to vote for Trump in the primaries, or vote for Trump in the general election, voted for Biden in the primaries because they wanted to see Trump versus Biden in, in, in a debate. Shout out to my brother. I'm not going to name names here. Oh god, I'm going to hear about this later. I'm just worth saying. Yeah, I have a brother, man. He voted for Joe Biden in the primaries thinking it was all for shits and giggles. And I was like, man, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't even fucking gamble with that shit. And he goes, nah, nah, it's gonna be really funny. It's gonna be really, really funny. And he voted for Joe Biden in the primaries, and I get so mad if you remind him about it. And, you know, I'm watching this go on, I'm watching a lot of people be like, why would Democrats come out and vote for, for, Hil- for Nikki Haley? For the same reason people came out in 2020 and voted for Joe Biden. Same reason that Republicans in 2020 voted for Joe Biden. For a fucking laugh for a fucking wolf. The same reason why a lot of people who thought maybe, I don't know, Rand Paul or something or someone had it in the bag in 2016 against Trump. So they went out and they voted for Trump as a fucking lull. Or all those Democrats, here's the thing, we forget this, in 2016, a lot of Democrats went out and voted for Donald Trump because they thought he'd be easy for Hillary Clinton to take down and destroy. I don't know why we're so surprised when we found out that a lot of these people, and if they, this article doesn't get into it, I'll pull it at the end, but I remember. A lot of people are acting like they're so surprised to find out that Nikki Haley voters, a lot of people who out to vote for her, are actually people who plan on voting for Joe Biden in, in the primary, or, or plan on voting for Joe Biden in the general election. And they're like, oh, why? I don't... Or they're like, that just doesn't seem likely. That, that, that's that gotta be fake news. It's like, why? Hillary... Democrats came out and they voted for Trump in 2016 because they thought Trump would be a good straw man for Hillary Clinton to topple. You know, a big goof. And then in 2020, a lot of people went out and they voted for Joe Biden. A lot of people on the right voted for Joe Biden in 2020 because they thought Joe Biden would be an easy target for Trump to take down. Uh, smooth sailing to re-election. Because, again, people thought 
Bernie Sanders for some reason. Bernie Sanders or Tulsi Gabbard would be a threat for Trump. And I will say this. Tulsi Gabbard may have been a threat for Trump. I don't think she would have won if she got the uh, nomination. Some people would disagree. Uh, the World Economic Forum shit probably would have been a deal breaker. Especially during a pandemic like that. I think the... I think the uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure the World Economic Forum connections w- would have been a, a, a death knell for a presidential campaign. But she knocked... Uh, a lot of people say, you know, well, at least Tulsi Gabbard took took uh, took out Kamala Harris. Did she? Because that bitch is allegedly asterisk attached by his president. I mean, it was entertaining. I'm not gonna lie. It was a good takedown, but one of them is completely out of politics, while the other one is vice president and congress and, and essentially also a congresswoman. But let's continue on, shall we? Uh, Hampshire primary are supporting Trump, while 32% say they are voting for Haley. 8% said they would back Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, but only because the poll was concluded uh, concluded prior to his surprise announcement on Jan- January 21st that he was suspending his campaign. Uh, just for reference, uh, again, I'm doing like the, the C-SPAN archive stuff. So I got the Arizona uh, Nikki, or sorry, the Cary Lake audio. Got that out there, and you want to go down here. Uh, Ron DeSantis announces he's dropping out of the 2024 presidential race. So I have that right there. You want to go watch that? It's not just on BitChute; it's also on Rumble. It's on uh, all all podcast platforms: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts and whatever. Continuing on, uh, your local drug dealer probably has a copy of it. If you want to get it from him too, shout out to uh, Daryl Dixon. That's some good blue stuff. Uh, according to a fresh, uh, fresh poll, that, uh, was concluded prior to the surprise announcement on January 1st that he was spending his campaign. Anything, a lot of people are like, why are they spending their campaign? It's just in case something does happen to Trump, they can re-turn on the engine last minute, maybe, if, if there's a chance for them to do it. That's why a lot of people are just suspending, not withdrawing, not ending, not, you know, it, anyway. Effectively, it's the same thing. The survey data revealed that New Hampshire voters are incredibly dialed in to the political landscape, with 92% saying they are following the race for 2024 GOP presidential nomination either very closely or somewhat closely. And the thing about New Hampshire, libertarian capital of the world, not previous episodes talking about the upcoming primaries, and we did talk about this, or we are talking about the election in general, and New Hampshire came up, I mentioned this. This is the pork fest state. You know, poor festas look into it. It's the largest gathering of libertarians. Essentially, a multi-day-long libertarian fest filled with <laughs> uh, fun times. Lots of fun times. For twenty bucks, you can get a lot of fun for twenty bucks. Actually, anyway, anyway, twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Now, you probably get a lot of libertarians voting for Haley just for the shits and giggles, and you'd also get a lot of libertarians voting for Trump and you also get a lot of libertarians just not coming out. I would, I was already saying that I'm pretty confident Trump was going to win all of this foregone conclusion. That's why I didn't follow the election super closely outside of like major events here and there and warmongering type deals. But New Hampshire is going to be a weird state anyway. I figured Trump would pull it out and win in the end no matter what. But at the same time, you know, libertarians tend to be a little weird. You don't exactly know what they would do 
With 92% saying that they're following the race for the 2024 GOP presidential nomination, either very closely or somewhat closely. Nationally, just 20% of the public has been paying attention to the 2024 presidential race, according to the AP NORC poll. Now, I don't know how much I believe that. Again, a lot of people around me have been talking about it. Uh, I've been talking to a lot of people in my life. Uh, like Again, MAGA confessionals. But... Uh, a lot of people are asking questions. Uh, a lot of people tell me I've had people tell me that they voted for Biden in 2020, and now they got now, now they're considering voting for Trump, and they've come up and they've been like, "So, out of curiosity, why do you like Trump?" And it's like, "Oh, okay, and, you know." Usually, I, like when when it comes, there's a tone, right? So when people come up to me, and they're like, "So why did you vote for Trump?" And, I, and if I can't tell them, usually if I can't tell, or if I think they're just trying to have the conversation, I'll, I'll just ask, uh, "Are you trying to are?" are are you actually asking because you want to have a conversation? Or is this like maybe something that might turn into an argument? It is just fair to ask, and that tells them one thing. You want to have the conversation, but you also want to make sure they want to have the conversation. It just it, it tells both parties they have genuine intent with it. Now, they get mad at that. That shows they didn't have any real genuine intent. But I've had a lot of people who voted for Biden... Or don't like Trump, or are considering voting for Trump, being like, hey, yeah, well, what, why do you like him? You know, I kind of just want to hear the sales pitch. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, well, here. You know, wars, yeah, all the, all the same shit you've heard a million times before, right? And it's like, oh, okay. They just want that last little, little bit of confidence building. Like, oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. Or maybe they just want to hear like someone else say something they've been thinking or whatever. You know, confirmation type deals. Uh, 86% of respondents to the post survey post survey say survey says MAGA uh, says they are motivated to vote in the GOP primary. Anti-Trump politicos are hoping that Haley defeats <laughs> lol in the New Hampshire primary which is often seen as a bellwether for the remaining primary contest. Now, about that. There really are no remaining primary contests. It's over. Trump won New Hampshire. Trump won Iowa. It was predicted. Everybody knew it was coming. Everybody paying attention knew it was fucking coming. It was a foregone conclusion. It was always going to be. It was inevitable. Um... Haley's campaign has already sent out letters to supporters vowing to stay in the race, even if she loses. It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. She, if she, if she's retarded enough to stay on until Super Tuesday, that is the end of her entire possible political career, unless Trump gives her a job, which would be a fucking mistake. And here's the thing: Trump's not making her VP. That's been ruled out by everybody. Everybody. John Don Jr. said if he if his dad made Nikki Haley's VP, he wouldn't support his dad for re-election, and he just already talked to his dad about it. That's not thing. Tucker Carlson said he would actively work against it. Trump has called her a warmonger and look at the ads against her. It's clearly not in the cards. It's clearly not in the cards. Now, vague, unlikely, but there's a possibility there. It's kind of remnant to the 2016 shit with uh, Rand Paul. Because, look, people thought there was a chance that maybe Rand Paul would be the VP pick. Because all he did was, Rand Paul's kind of ugly. And I could make fun of him. I could do a lot with that. But I'm respectively holding back. 
kind of like his uh, counter Vivek post he did like eight hours before Vivek dropped out and supported Trump. You know, something like, oh, you know, people saying, oh, well, I think Vivek could be VP. Kind of rhymes with people saying, oh, I think Rand Paul could be VP for, for, for Trump back in 2016. It's like, okay, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I can. But continuing on. <clears throat> we've heard, quote, we've heard multiple members of the press say New Hampshire is, quote, the best it's going to get for Nikki. Due to independents and unaffiliated voters being able to vote in the Republican primary, the reality is that the path uh, through Super Tuesday includes more states than not that have this dynamic, the memo reads. Quote, independents voting in primaries uh, quote, independents voting in primaries is nothing new. Historically, GOP nominees have relied on independents as part of their path to victory, including Donald Trump in 2016, the memo states. Quote, but in, 26, in 2024, Nikki Haley is the beneficiary of those independents. Ugh, does not look that time necessarily came out in the wash, but okay, bud. In both the Republican primaries and the general election. That's why Trump, Trump's own pollsters show her beating Biden by 17 points. All the polls show Biden beating everybody out. Actually, here's the thing. Uh, Trump, or Biden beats, uh, loses to Trump, loses to Haley, loses to DeSantis. That's what most of the polls were showing. A handful of polls were suggesting that actually DeSantis would lose to Biden in the end. But... That was like one or two polls. None of that really moved the general aggregate either way. To be fair here. Uh, Trump, however, dismisses Haley's resilience, speculating that her campaign may implode following a likely loss in New Hampshire. Yeah, I mean, that's what happened to the Never Back Down pack with Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis had the Never Back Down campaign and then post-Iowa... Uh, the head of that organization, the head of the head of the super PAC dropped out. A lot of the fundraisers uh, got fired, and a lot of the events got suspended. A lot of speaking events got uh, canceled last minute, and then just like up oh, surprise, yeah, we're done. We're dropping out. Ooh, two to lose. <clears throat> but continuing on, quote: Every day the republic, every day the Republican Party is becoming more and more unified. Trump told supporters the evening before New Hampshire primary. We started off with 13 opponents, and now we are down to two people. And I think one person will be gone probably tomorrow. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Inside Four Walls. Again, the, the Iowa primaries, it's, it's done. It's now 1.12 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, Trump won New Hampshire. Trump swept Iowa. Trump swept New Hampshire. I'm going to wrap this up here. Watch some weird fucking 3 a.m ballot shit happens but until then i will talk to y'all later dose nikki haley and why did you vote for nikki haley uh it's a vote against trump um uh, i think it would be better to have her against biden in the uh elections than it would be trump and her do you consider yourself generally independent republican or democrat uh democrat so when you undeclared you voted for Nikki Haley. If it was Nikki Haley against Joe Biden in a general election, who are you voting for? Joe Biden. What is the... Christian, who did you vote for and why? Yeah, so thank you. I voted for Nikki Haley, and it was certainly a strategic vote. Um, I think the DNC is fairly resolute in their nomination for Joe Biden. 
Uh, and while I wouldn't vote for her in a general election, particularly on our differences with uh, climate change solution, a woman's right to bodily autonomy, or uh, incarceration rates, I think a vote for Nikki Haley is, helps diminish Trump's influence in the RNC and their nomination, but is also a vote towards democracy. And Christian is emblematic of so many conversations that I've had here throughout the day. Rachel? Alex, Christian, thank you very much. Appreciate it. It's good to have that perspective. I'm going to watch you decimate me on television. Okay. To say the crowd wasn't here. Can you imagine? I actually had one reporter. Were you at the ice hockey arena the other night? It set a record. And I had a report that said, oh, the crowd was okay. It was okay. Now we've had, uh, I think, more enthusiasm than even the other two races. President, we did very well. what's the biggest threat to America? Is it the leftist communists? Is it the rhino Republicans that stab you in the back? Or is it the, uh, the mainstream media? A very fair question. I actually think the radical left is a tremendous threat to our country. And I think the rhino Republicans are just stupid people. But the radical left is a major threat.